I'm Tim Tillock, a.k.a. The Shaving Tolson, co-hosting with Brian Yost, a.k.a. Yost to Coast, and you're listening to WSPE, your worst shaving podcast ever. With episode three, Yost and I rise to the challenge of truly being the worst by discussing all manner of topics. But we had a blast on this episode, and we want to welcome you on this wild ride. We begin the episode with community updates that we think you're going to love, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tim. Yoast, how's it going? It's fantastic. How are you? Oh, you know, doing all right. Good. <laughs> How am I coming in for you? Coming, am I coming in clear? It's coming in clear to me, soldier. All right. Well, we will soldier on, my friend. So I know with tonight, it's going to be a little unorthodox. It's going to be a little bit different than what we might typically do. It's um, going to be a little. It's going to be a little worse than normal. Worse than normal, yes. Because again, guys, <laughs> you know we're the worst shaving <laughs> podcast ever. How can we not live up to our name <laughs> if we don't? do some interesting sidetracking episodes uh, yeah. for your pleasure. We got to screw it up somehow. Three. Yeah. I mean, we might as well. Hell, uh, the only thing I'm missing is some drinks. I might have to get up in the middle of our podcast to go grab a drink or something. Please do. Cause I've been pre-gaming for a half an hour. I'm way ahead oh, of you. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, before we start the main portion of our episode, which we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff tonight. So I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun. I think there's a couple of interesting things in store for you guys to hear something outside of just your typical <laughs> shaving banter. We do like talking about that stuff. You know, Yost and I both love, you know, looking at shaving equipment, you know, uh, content creation, um, new things coming up, all that stuff, which some of it we might touch on tonight. Uh, but the main goal of tonight is just to have fun. Agreed. To provide you guys with some entertainment, whether that's on your way to work or if that's just chilling at home. It's just a nice way to kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy our dulcet tones. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So first off tonight, guys, we're going to be starting off with just a few holiday or seasonal announcements. These are things that are coming up community, and I definitely want to go ahead and give the shout-outs where shout-outs are due, so that way you guys don't miss out on these wonderful items. So one of the first things that I want to talk to you guys about is Dr. John shaving. Uh, you guys know how I feel about Dr. John. You guys know how I feel about their vegan soap base. I think it's one of the best on the market by far. Um, and my first exposure to that was flowers in the dark. And then I think you've got, I think it was pans Piper, uh, mm -hmm. which is an also a really, really good scent. Um, and both of them are more floral based. So it was interesting to get some of that where I don't see that a lot in wet shaving as far as that heavy or that realistic of a scent. Um, they both have their nuances. But again, Dr. John does a great job. Uh, the team over there is wonderful. I love interacting with them. They're, they're great. The couple's fantastic. Um, and they're releasing a seasonal special that you guys have probably seen. Um, that I think is really cool um, because awesome. I've had dozens of conversations with people in the past about, you know, uh, the universal monster movies and kind of what my favorite monsters are. I love Halloween. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It is one of my favorite times of the year next to Christmas. It's ironic. My two favorite seasons or my two favorite holidays are literally polar opposites of one another, but <laughs> I love them. 
I love them. And Dr. John is going to be releasing a really cool collector's box. Um, so pre-orders are through October 5th. So that's this week, guys. Um, pre-orders, you can get those in. Um, you can look at, you know, what this pre-order is going to offer. Just go to Dr. John on Instagram. You're going to see some posts there regarding it. But I want to go over it a little bit here. Um, that you can go to Dr. John. You can also go to West Coast Shaving and Top of the Chain in Canada. So for our Canadian brothers and sisters up north, you guys are going to find plenty of that up there. And if yeah, you're wondering you. whether or not uh, Yost is peeing or pouring himself some like bourbon, <laughs> hey, you and I are on the same wavelength. We're on the exact same wavelength. I Tim, I forgot. I'm using your new microphone, so I forget how sensitive it is. Yes, I am pouring a drink. I swear. <laughs> there needs to be hot mic. It is. <laughs> I've got to watch myself and behave. God damn it! All right, it's just like having a great time, pissing in the corner. You know, just a typical. I'm just listening to Tim talk. And I'm just like, I got a minute. We're good. All right, sorry. Right. Go ahead, oh, please. Wow! Please. Wow! I, I know exactly. Where you're going. <laughs> well, as part of this set, guys, um, you guys again can get this on over at Dr. John's their main website. You guys can go on over to their Instagram. There's a link in the top of their description box, their profile box. You can go to West Coast Shaving, which you guys know they have excellent shipping. If you're like me, where I'm incredibly impatient, um, you want to know that you're being taken care of for good customer service, and you want to know that, that package is going to get to you quickly, uh, go on over to West Coast Shaving. Uh, or you can go, of course, again, to Top of the Chain in Canada. Um, so those of you guys that are up north will not miss out on this collector's pre-order. And again, if you just want to really want to get into the seasonal spirit, which I do, I love collecting seasonal releases specifically, almost more than anything. Um, and especially right now, where my den is so heavy on a lot of different pieces of software where I'm not really reaching for the latest and greatest things, the seasonal releases are kind of what roped me in on those. Mm -hmm. Um so stuff like this, where you've got the really cool label art, um, there's three different soaps with matching aftershaves um, as part of this collector's set. You're going to get a graphic tee of one of the Universal Monsters there. Um, it's actually a graphic print of one of eight Universal Monsters. Um, and then the actual soaps and aftershaves uh, will be available separately from this collector's edition pre-order on October 31st. So you can still get those. Um, just keep in mind that the, the, the set itself, you can order separately. So you can just order the splash or the soap, um, later on in October. So I think you guys are going to want to take a look at that. Cause you've got like the werewolf of London, you've got Dracula, um, mummy, you've got the mummy. Yeah. I mean, they've got all sorts of really cool monsters over there. And I, for one, am really digging the labels. Oh dude, I'll their labels are on my Instagram soon. The labels are yeah, They're I mean, metallic. The metallic look to them. Nobody does that. That's so cool. Right. And it matches the tins really, really well, which I like. It's just a nice little touch. And I think they even have, uh, the graphic artist that did the work for them on the labels um, linked on their Instagram page. So if you're curious so. about more of his work, yeah, um, great I stuff. think you can go over there and take a look. Very cool. Um, also, we have coming up this month, too, we have Razor Ruby Undead from First Line. Yes. That is out on the 8th of October. I think around 7 p.m. Central is when it'll, it'll be dropping. I know it'll be at, uh, obviously, at firstlineshave.com. I want to say he's got it at a couple other distributors, but I can't think of who off the top of my head. Please don't shoot me, Riley. I'm sorry. 
Um, but this <laughs> one here is cool. If you guys were exposed to Razor Ruby last year, it's basically the same artwork, but it's got a different scent, and she looks like a zombie now. It's super cool. We got Chicano Designs doing the artwork. Um, so it's all green now, and she looks like a zombie, and I'm a huge zombie nerd, so this is super awesome. Um, and this is based on, as you know, Riley does usually cologne dupes. So this is based on Enigma, which I've, granted, I've never smelled the original, but as long as the scent smells good to me, that's all that matters. So uh, if you guys are a big fan of First Line or his 3.0 base or haven't tried his 3.0 base, I highly recommend checking this out when it drops on the 8th. Super good set. Which the 3.0 base, for you guys that are not familiar with that base, it lathers up like crazy, which is kind of one of the big things for me nowadays when I'm looking at soaps, um, just general products. I don't really give a flying flip about the formula just because I'm like, okay, everything's going to give me. I get all my post-shave feel and products from the aftershaves. I'm not saying that Riley doesn't have great post-shave feel in these products, but for me and my personal taste, what I look for is a fantastically consistent, shiny, thick, dense lather mm -hmm. um, that's really going to hold its own. And that's what I look for. I, that's one of the reasons why I stay with certain artisans, because sure. I know that the product lathers and explodes and it just looks and it feels great. Now, see, that's um, funny because I, I happen to be on the other spectrum. I happen to oh. chase the post-shave feel. That's what gets me excited these days. That's what gets me going. <laughs> it can get you going, huh? Get me going. But yeah. when it comes yeah. to, like, Riley, Grant, Riley's always had a good soap base. Granted, I'm I'm biased. He and I went to high school together. We're good buddies. Um, but, you know, if his, if his stuff sucks, I tell him it sucks. And I think that's why it's partially why it's gotten better. Um, but his 3.0 mm -hmm. base, to me, the post-shave is up there with um, – uh, Kaizen, it's up there with uh, um, the Cero base from Holy Caw. Like to me, this is an elite base, and it doesn't come with the elite price tag. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's the thing that's important to me. You know, it's it's like, you know, one of the and I'm not going to get on my soapbox. You got you guys know, <laughs> but Yost is going to keep me in check. He's going to talk over me or do something if I go on too long. But you know, one of my big pet peeves right now, um, and actually, it's it's dimming down, which is a really nice thing. Um, it's kind of ramping down on this whole hype train thing, but um, you don't see a lot of artisans continuously anymore um, popping out the next greatest, biggest formula hype beast ever, you know, released yes. and then increasing their prices tenfold, which is a pet peeve of mine. I agree. If you're going to chase a really great post shave or a really great lather, um, then do it with a consumer in mind, do it with that price point, that sweet spot and keep it there. You know, um, that's, that's, I'm done with my soapbox. I'm not <laughs> going to engage in that tonight. Uh, other podcast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but you guys know we, we're going to have plenty of episodes. This is only, I, I checked, this is episode three. Man, we're slacking. It feels like we've been doing more of these we're slacking behold, this is only the third episode uh, and i blame that on yost because oh come on now you know <laughs> he, every night every night like last night i was like yost i'm ready to go and he's like man i'm so hung over right what i did last night right. and i'm like all right man we can push this off okay, mr. okay mr ocd perfectionist i'm pretty sure the one's like it made least doesn't sound good so we're gonna do it tomorrow okay yeah don't give me that all right. So admittedly, he's right. Last night we were planning on doing this episode and we were actually planning on doing this episode the previous week, but I came down with my vertigo spiel. So we postponed it. And then last night we were going to record it and I've been having so many issues with these damn mics. Um, 
And it's funny when I record video, when I record my own independent audio, it's fine. But when Yost and I jump in and we try to do our thing, um, I've been having intermittent issues. So I'm actually using a different, I'm actually using my AirPods for tonight. So the audio that you're hearing is AirPod quality Bluetooth streaming audio. And it's, it's not too bad. It's not. It's not to the par that I'd like it, but hey, it works. You know what? Your voice able to get the episode. sound good, Tim. Do what? Did your voice can make anything sound good, Tim? Come on now. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee people agree. <laughs> well, we'll see after this episode. We might scare away a lot of people, but we'll see. Hey, if you choose, you know, if you guys don't like the kind of content that we're producing, you know, feel free to go check out other podcasts. And hell, you can listen to our podcast alongside another podcast. We don't care. We're here to have a good time. We're here to rope you guys into our experiences and conversations. We're just two bros talking it up about anything, shaving or anything otherwise. Um, and we're happy to invite you guys in on those conversations and just sit down and kind of get a little distracted from everything else in the world. So with that being said, there is one other thing that I want to mention. Um, and that's with Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements. You guys have probably seen a lot of the pictures of creepy-ass clowns popping up on Instagram. It's a little um, much. It's a little much. It's a little much in, in some of the ways that I've seen these, these oh, memes created with these clowns. Oh, my God. It is uh, It's uh, next, level, next level crap, man. Yep. Um, but, hey. You know, it's fun. It is. is part of the shaving community is that you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Agreed. It's, and it's this is time. another aspect to that. Um, now, with that, with those creepy clown pictures that you guys are seeing, you have time to get into this giveaway um, from Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements. The main thing here, I think, is that you need to go ahead and post a, you know, a creepy clown picture, really search really long and hard for one because chances are if you're posting that picture, someone's already posted it. So you really got to dig deep, find some really cool vintage. And the thing you is, can get away with be, I think, really a quick. vintage clown. Do what? I said, you can get carried away with that <laughs> real oh, quick. For sure. <laughs> I thought about posting a clown picture the other day and I was really diving in and I just couldn't, I was not satisfied with the level of <laughs> like, and I was looking up like 1920s creepy circus clown. I was really <laughs> trying to watch the list. And again, guys, that's <laughs> you, the, the fun thing here is that you can kind of use shaving as a segue to do goofy ass stuff for no apparent reason whatsoever. Viable uh, that way. And you could do it and you could get some free stuff, which the main thing with this giveaway is it'll enter you in. Now you have to put, I think, clown fruit 2020 as a hashtag on that picture and tag Phoenix artists and accoutrements. Um, but once you do that, you're going to be entered in for a giveaway uh, where you can get the return of clown fruit. So this is clown fruit, and it's I think it's original form, but beefed up in the um, in the CK6 base. And I think it even glows in the dark and all this other stuff. Yep. It's, it's real creepy. If you guys are fans of it, this would be a great addition alongside your it costume and figurines. And yeah, you're weird and you know, whatever. You guys can do whatever you want. But, well, you know, um, funny, Tim, is actually that's my favorite PAA fragrance of all the ones that I've tried and I have in my den. Uh, the clown fruit, or when I first got it a couple of years ago, it was switched to Willow the Wisp, and it has that kind of green matrixy, almost X Files look to it. Wait a minute, Willow the Wisp is clown fruit. Yes, yes. Uh, Doug said originally it was clown fruit for the longest time, but apparently people didn't like clowns, which 
granted, I don't blame them. And he said, so he, he tried one year to switch it to Will-O-The-Wisp. And I guess it didn't do as well. So now we're back. to. And I said, well, fuck what people think. If, if that's clown fruit, right. then make it clown fruit. So uh, last year and now this year, it's been back to clown fruit or son of clown fruit or whatever it is. But yes, Will-O-The-Wisp is clown fruit. And that's the version I own. And yes, it is my favorite PAA fragrance. Now, granted, it's more of a fall, wintery scent. Occasionally, I'll wear it in warmer weather, but yeah, I love it. This is my. This is the perfect time of year. It's like 60s here. Oh my god. Yes, that's perfect. It, it feels fantastic down here in Tulsa. Like, I mean, we had a low of 40 this morning, a high of 60 at like noon. It sounds about I mean, us. It felt yep. like fall. Yep. It smelled like fall. And I, I will say, I love the scent of Will the Wisp. Like I remember when I first tried that, it was like a sample of the aftershave jelly that he provides. Um, I think it's I forget what he exactly calls the the jelly aftershaves. Um, but it was really really good. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. And I've got a sample. I think I actually had the soap, and I know I have the aftershave splash, and it's a really really good scent. Tiff really likes it. Um, I don't wear it that often. I don't know why. I'll have to bust it out now, knowing that it's clown fruit. Yeah. Like uh, I. I wasn't really sure what to expect from the scent on clown fruit, but now that I know what that is paired with the label, mm-hmm. I'll probably have to hop in on that one. Because again, nowadays, if I'm going to buy a soap, it's going it's gonna, it's gonna to be because I like the scents on it. And it's because I know the base and I like the label, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know how many of you guys now shop that way. I don't chase after the, the new formula bases anymore. I just, I'm kind of done with that. Um, I've got enough soap and aftershave here to last me a millennia. So yep. I'm just, <laughs> just very picky on what I pick up now, even though I want to pick up a lot of things. There are some things that I'm like, Oh, I'd love to add this, but I'm like, I really need to tone that down. And I've pretty much focused on hardware. I've been this, but anyways, definitely been the same. Oh, okay. so before you say anything, Tim, I am pouring another drink and I just want to be mindful that this microphone is very sensitive, but because of that, I'm putting the mic. I'm putting my drink right next to the microphone for you. Oh, okay. That was for you. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Whew. Wow. <laughs> All right. So now you guys kind of know, in a nutshell, what you're in store for on this episode. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, and we're going to be talking about some just kind of interesting stuff. It's that time of the year where people are getting goofy. We're no different. We're just a couple of normal Joes like you guys are. Um, and so a lot of the things that Yost and I have always liked to talk about are kind of our influences outside of wet shaving. So things that kind of inspire us, things that we're um, that maybe have pulled us into certain aspects of shaving. And one of those is, you know, like when you see a really cool label, what does it evoke for you? Or does it remind you of something really cool? I'm still waiting on someone to come up with like a really cool Twilight Zone-esque theme. I figure that would be a PAA thing. Yeah. But I haven't really seen a lot of Twilight Zone stuff and I would flip over that. But Back to the Future is the exact same way. 80s stuff cool is about as close as I can get to that. But What's your favorite 80s movies? A- favorite 80s movie taking out as far as like the franchise. Like if you're, I know you're a big Star Wars dude, but taking out, like, yes. taking out franchises that you love. Like if there's, there's there one 80s movie that defines your childhood or something that you could watch over and over and never get sick of. Oh, uh, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah. You did that to me the ah. episode the other day. We're talking about what my favorite setup was. So it's payback. Yeah, that's true. I did do that. <laughs> um, it's also easy for me to answer too. So 
I would say Blade Runner. Okay. I would say Blade Runner. And now I do think that Blade Runner 2049 is better. Haven't seen but, it. Um, I re- oh, it's so good. It is, it, it, it's one of the few okay. out there that takes and builds off of the original and invites you even more into that world and even surpasses, in my opinion, the original Blade Runner. So it, say, it stays can, true to the lore and just keeps building on it. Exactly. It stays okay. true to the lore, the atmosphere, the music. I mean, it, it really brings you to that world. It doesn't feel like anything's really changed mm-hmm. outside of, you know, like a few technological improvements. And of course, you know, you've got you know, the graphic style, the beautiful visuals, the 4K stuff. Yeah. Um, which, and it's just it's a beautiful film. You've got Harrison Ford. Um, you've got Ryan Gosling, who's awesome in that film. You've got some really uh, stellar casts in there and uh, really like it. I really like uh, Blade Runner in general. But yeah, I'd have to say if I had to pick one just off the top of my head, just a non-franchise type film, that would be it. Ironically enough, if it were a franchise film, it would be uh, the first Back to the Future because I've probably seen that more than any other singular film from the 80s that includes Star Wars. <laughs> I don't blame you there, and that's a damn good movie. But my 80s, my 80s pick, and either people are going to be very disappointed or agree with me, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ooh. Absolutely Great love that choice. movie. I could watch that every day of my life and never get sick of it. Really good choice. Man, I haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off in a while. But I feel like, did you, didn't you just like post some sort of reference to Ferris Bueller's Day Off on Instagram? <laughs> I did. Well, it, it's actually, um, that's actually Doug's fault. Hold on a second. <laughs> Sorry, I actually hit the wrong button. <clears throat> that's actually Doug's fault. Oh, you're good. I had posted this. Uh, he, he had released Diver Down a couple weeks ago or whatever it was. And I posted a video of me spraying the cologne on my body as I talk about my scent of the day. Because apparently people really like those type of videos. So I started doing them. And uh, Doug messages me. He goes, love the video. But man, you picked the wrong song. You should have done the Oh Yeah song. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, damn it, missed opportunity. So I went back. I, re- I reshot. Well, I didn't reshot it. I didn't reshoot it. I went back and re-edited it and put that oh yeah song over it and then sent it to him as a joke and then he ended up posting <laughs> he ended up posting it yeah. on body i'm like gee thanks doug <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it did kind of look like a 90s l'oreal commercial I mean, a little bit you know smart no that was true it was a good video but i just i didn't expect it to be out there but no that's probably what you're thinking of because that song was in there and so <laughs> yes <laughs> you saw that yes. video <laughs> i thought it was really good and again you know um, if you guys haven't seen Yost's videos, go take a look. I'm sure everyone in here has is familiar with his work. Um, but he makes some really, really good videos, especially, you know, as we start getting into I'm, – I'm curious to see if you guys really go back into his page. He's going to hate me for talking about this. But if you really <laughs> go far back onto his Instagram page, you're going to find some of his seasonal content oh god um, so you're gonna find some of his shaved scared oh my content. god that's like two years old you you no no <laughs> you guys gotta go back you gotta find it go to his videos you're gonna find it it's hilarious it's it's it's, it's actually really good i really like it it's fun to watch it's it's about as spooky as you can get when it comes to shaving, except for maybe some of the Razor Ruby advertisements. Those were pretty bloody and interesting. True, but um, 
It, that was that was a, a hoot and a half. <laughs> that so, was quite the time, I will tell you that. I was trying to break outside of the box and just start, you know, get away from the normal shave of the day stuff and just have fun with it. And I can look back at it now and say, oh, my God, I shot that so bad. Oh, it's so cringy. But you know what? Nobody else did it. And nobody still know. to this day has done it. And you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did it. But yeah, it's going back and watching it and critiquing it's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I'm one of those guys, I hate going back and watching anything that I've already made. Yeah. So, I mean, I get you, but it's, it's great, guys. You should go back. You should, it's a multi part series. I'll post like something so, back on my Instagram story if people want to look at it. I'll go back and I'll post something so people can see it. Because again, if you're, if it's talking about, and again, kind of what Yost is talking about here, right? So he he found kind of a, a void in the community. And he's like, you know what? Hell, I've got the technology. I've got all the right equipment and stuff here. I'm going to go ahead and use the talents that I've created up to the, or developed up to this point and create this kind of content. And he did it. And again, no one else was doing anything like that. Um, so find areas, find interesting things that maybe other people aren't doing. Don't be afraid that your video or your podcast or your photos aren't getting the same kind of attention as everyone else because you're not doing what everyone else is doing. Seek to break the mold, do your own thing. Um, that's why we did the worst shaving podcast ever. That's why we chose that name is we didn't want this to fit the conventional standards of what a podcast could be. Because again, well, I didn't want to have to admit to the narrative it. either though. I didn't want to have to feel like I had to produce exactly what people wanted. I figured if I come up with that, we came up with a name like, well, JR came up with a name like this, but if, <laughs> if, if we have, if we use a name like this, I don't want to, you know, that gives us some freedom to do what we want. And I think that's, what's refreshing about it because we're not tied to one thing. I think most people will appreciate that. Yeah. Cause I mean, you see that, I mean, you see people kind of break out from, yeah, they develop their talents. They've developed a repertoire for this sort of thing in this community. But once you kind of take those talents and you kind of expand them beyond what we just do on a day-to-day basis, I think we can all relate to other things that we go through, whether that's video games or movies or, you know, other interests and hobbies that kind of we incorporate back into shaving. So you can kind of relate it. But at the same time, we can also a lot of us can relate to burnout. So just sitting here continuously um, talking about the new shave gear, this shave gear that we're using. I love to shave and it's something that I typically try to do on a daily basis. But again, when you're talking about kind of doing something different. You know, we've got several other podcasts out there that are um, always interviewing or always going over the latest shave gear, and you can listen to those. But hopefully, you can come to our channel for something that's a little bit different. Agreed. Um, that's that's the hope. Um, so, you know, and kind of segueing into that, you know, some of the things that we wanted to talk about to, again tonight are some of the things that you know Yost and I like to do. And one of the things that we used to do for well, I, I say used to do. We did this for a brief period of time. Um, when Red Dead Redemption 2 oh, yeah. came out, uh, we played that. We played that with Dakota over at Herc Soaps. He's Herc Soaps is no longer a thing, sadly enough. But hey, people gotta gotta move on and take on new projects and do new things. But um, we all played together a few times. Uh, that was a blast. Um, and I'm sure there's gonna be more games that are gonna be coming out. Like there's just one. I was going to get into some of the big releases coming up this year, but there's this one that Tiff and I started watching that is a great co-op game. Okay. Um, and it's Phantasmophobia. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the gameplay videos out there, but it's a it's an awesome, like, um, essentially, it's uh, 
there are multiple maps, multiple houses and areas, but the spirits can be different. There's like 26 different spirits that can be in this house and make themselves known to you at various points. But you're a team of four. So you've got four teammates. Um, you're all kind of like, uh, you know, a haunted crew going okay. in there to explore the house and record it. Now, wait, is this um, out? No. Do what? Is this out yet or no? Yes, it's out. It's on okay. Steam. Oh, oh, so it's a Steam um, only game? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'm hoping we're going to get like main console line releases. So like PlayStation and Xbox and all that stuff. Sure. Um, but, you know, haven't seen that yet. But we just discovered it like the other night, Tiff and I. And we've been obsessed with watching these videos. Yeah. Um, and essentially what can happen is, you know, everyone's got a different thing. Like you, one person's got an EMF reader. One person's got a flashlight. The other person's got like a spirit box that can talk. Um, and there are various things set up in the house. Like there's a Ouija board. It will actually respond to you talking through your mic in no game shit. to certain prompts. Oh yeah. You can talk to it. You can call out its name and anger it. Um, it'll randomly show up and kill your teammates. One minute they'll be there. The next minute they're going to be gone. Um, it is intense. It's one of the creepiest things I've wow. seen in a while. So for those of you guys that are looking for that, that itch yes, for I'm, the holiday season. I'm a horror junkie boy. <laughs> no, man. You need to go online, go on YouTube and look up Phantasmophobia. It is so cool. Um, that combined with, you know, a, another game that's out that's unconventional. It's not necessarily scary, but it's more fun and enjoyable. It's called Among Us. Oh, I'm yeah. sure a lot of you guys have Everybody seen that. Playing that. Yep. Yes, and I think it's hilarious. You yeah. can actually download that on your mobile app uh, or iOS on Android. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Mobile, the only thing is that when you do it mobile, you can't actually talk over True. you know, the line through the mic. You yeah. have to you know, type a little message back and forth to one another. Um, but that's another great game that's coming out that I love, like kind of like horror or mystery or whodunit kind of it's thing. It's a whodunit. Kind of like a clue thing. Yeah. It is, and it's it's it can have creepy moments, um, but for the most part, it's just kind of lighthearted fun. Anybody can take it up. You can do it. Um, I would love to see like an Among Us themed soap label. That would be <laughs> that hilarious. Would, that would be cool. Like, see, that's the thing. There's there's so many artisans who don't go into the genre of video games, and I get it. But I've posted some video game things here and there, like especially with um, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, the camera yes. mode on that game, the photography mode on that game, I just go in there and take photos for hours. It's such a beautiful game. And within posting that, I've gotten a lot of wet shavers and non-wet shavers who follow my Instagram. Be like, dude, I love this game. I love video games. And I think you'd be surprised just how many of us are actually into it, but just never talk about it. And no. granted, I'm a huge nerd. You know, I'm raising my hand. I know you can't see it, but I'm raising my hand. I'm a huge nerd. Uh, I've been playing games my whole life. And when I was in 1991, I was eight. Oh, I'm horrible at math. Yes, I was eight years old in 1991. And I was going to a convention with my father. And they had a VR uh, like experience set up. Granted, I was eight, and I'm sitting here putting this massive headset on that was you know, early technology. But I got to play a VR game at like roughly 15 frames a second, holding a gun. I did absolutely nothing, but my mind was blown at just that where, how immersive video games could be. And I think from that point on, I'd always been a game guy, but once I got in that VR world at eight, <laughs> in 1991, mind you, 
I was just like hooked. And when PSVR came out, it literally, yeah. dude, it's, it's, it's just incredible. It's incredible. And people who don't play video games, I've had them come over and do experiences, which are just like, you can't interact. You can't walk around. You're, it's basically like you're sitting right. inside of a movie set and you're watching everything play out around you. I'll put people in that and like, they'll just be like, wow, this is, this is crazy. And it's just amazing what you can do now at home that I was experiencing in 1991 with very primitive technology. And the fact that it's this accessible is just mind blowing. It make, makes you wonder, I mean, where is technology going to be? You know, I know that with a PlayStation 5, I'm sure there's going to be a new PlayStation VR that's going to be higher resolution. It's going to be, it's going to feel more realistic. True. They've, um, already, they've already been rumoring about that. Now, oh, I'm sure. I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep into the, the VR uh, stuff because like that's, that's another thing. But I will tell you, being a VR junkie and a horror junkie, Resident Evil 7 in VR is the mo- is a masterpiece of absolutely making you feel like a little bitch because it is the most scary, convincing game I've ever played. There's, there's several up times where I've had to rip the headset off my head that it was that convincing. And when a game can put you in a world like that, it's just mind-blowing. <laughs> it See, really I, I tried to play resident evil i i did through the vr headset and i i just i couldn't <laughs> i i love horror i love to get terrified but i will be admittedly terrified and i will react that way yeah so like it's convincing when i have because i have the playstation vr too and one of the games that i like to play because i love the lore i love loved five nights at freddy's for a long time um so you can get the whole collection plus some on PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. and I started playing that. Oh man, I was struggling hardcore. Um, <laughs> but then, um, kind of out of nowhere, um, my parents came over, and kind of like you, I introduced them with just the experiences. You know, you sit there and you kind of watch water. You know, you're you're diving into water or you're doing certain things. Um, but my mom, as soon as she hit up. Five Nights at Freddy's, I could not pull her away from the TV. She was like, no, I am going to get to night four. You just let me go. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, how in the world? I mean, I was ripping the headset off on mine. I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm good. I can play it in spurts. That's hilarious. But she's, it's, and this is the thing, you know, she didn't have that when she was younger. I didn't have anything like that when I was younger. Yeah. So now that we're all kind of seeing what that looks like and you can just engage and have fun with it. I mean, hell, it's a blast. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I granted, I've lost like 50 pounds over the past year and a half. One of the main contributing factors was a game on VR called uh, Beat Saber. And it's literally, it's literally a game where you're dancing and you're slicing blocks with like lightsabers from Star Wars. You're slicing these boxes that are coming to you like in a rhythmic pattern to a song. But the ultimate, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're dancing to a song. And once you memorize right. a song and you get in the groove, dude is being as white as I can possibly be. I can't dance at all. And this game makes me feel like a dance master. (laughs) And the amount of workout that you get from like cardiovascular to your core, uh, to arm and shoulder and back strength from a video game. If that, if that's the excuse that it takes me to, to have to work out, that's what it takes. And it's, it's awesome. It is absolutely awesome. 
And, and I know what you're talking about. We have Beat Saber over here as well. I'm not as good anywhere close to as good as Tiff is. Like, she's a monster. Um, but it, it legitimately can help you lose weight the way that you have to move, the way that you can really get into it by sliding side to side and moving your arms to slice these boxes. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And, of course, dancing to some of your favorite music, um, it's a blast. That's why I want to get the Oculus Rift. Yeah. VR or not the Oculus Rift, but the Oculus Quest. They're coming out with a version two soon, and that's the wireless um, one too, right? Yes, you can take it with you anywhere. Yeah, you don't need a you don't um, need a computer. No, and um, I would be able to take that on over to have fun with the parents, to have fun with Tiff and her family. You know, you could just do all do all sorts of stuff with it. But with that one, with Beat Saber, you can upload any songs that you want for the most part. That's true. Um, yeah, there's a lot of modding so, on. See shit unfortunately you don't get that on the consoles yeah and that's kind of the big thing for me with the playstation vr specifically with beat saber is there's a lot of music that i'd love to just beat out to or wow that, wow that really <laughs> can we, we're gonna move on that's not what i meant, this is not what I meant. we're gonna we're gonna yeah, yeah you, you choke and die i don't even care right now i really can't breathe we're, you know i knew i should have known I was walking into this problem when we were talking about Beat Saber, for, for God's sake. A meme from likes to beat off. So we're going to get into the upcoming 2020 releases. Uh, with that being said, a wonderful segue into the uh, other gaming conversations. Yes. So I'm sure you guys have seen, you know, here coming in November, we're pretty much going to be getting um, PlayStation 5. Uh, we're going to be getting Xbox One, or not, you know, the Xbox One Series X. Series X. Yeah, Series um, and the Series S. And the Series S, yes. The 299 version, which is going to be digital only. I think the 399 version is for the PS4 digital only. Correct. Um, so I, I think it's just 100 bucks more than that. Um, so definitely going to have some really cool options there. But we also have some upcoming games. Uh, that are going to be coming out. Some of them coming out in October and some of them coming out here a little bit later. Um, and I wanted to go over some of the big ones um, that I had seen that I thought were kind of interesting. I think the biggest one for me with you guys having the knowledge that I really, really like um, that I really like uh, Blade Runner is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So, and again, you know, I love kind of you know if we want to relate this back to shaving if we want to do that um then we're talking about you know you can come up with some really cool labels and i've had same as yost anytime i post anything you know nerd related whether that's back to the future whether that's gaming star wars um harry potter man i have so many people that will um private message me and they'll be like man did you see this new thing that was coming out like i've been talking to a couple people back and forth about uh, the Star Wars Squadrons game that's coming out yeah. this week on my birthday, October 2nd. It comes out, and I'm going to be playing Yost. You better get that game because <laughs> you and I are going to be, as the Empire, we're going to be fighting some <laughs> rebellion scum. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, man. I'll get you. I'll get it. It, it looks like it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to, I'll save that conversation for later when it comes to Star Wars and what my thoughts are on sure. the Squadron game after watching some gameplay. But Cyberpunk 2077 that looks fun, is fun. a really big game. It's, you can tell that there's a lot of Blade Runner influences here. Um, this is a game that has been pretty much been talked about and been in development for like five or more years. Um, huge game. 
It's coming out in November, mid-November, I think from November, what do I have here? November 19th I is think when so. we're going to be seeing that released. So um, that's going to be a really cool one. And again, I would love to see with some of these big game releases, if we see like artisans coming out with kind of like a themed label to like Blade Runner or Cyberpunk with the, the colors and stuff, man, with the neon colors and everything, oh, it'd be gorgeous. Yep. Um, but we also have other stuff that's coming out. We have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> which is kind of like their answer to God of War. Yep. Um, which I don't think anything, in my opinion, can really come close to God of War, at least in that genre. I've never, uh, I've never been a big God of War fan, but I've never played the newest one for PS4. Like I have God of War three. What? Yeah, I know, and I probably should because it's like five or ten bucks now. I know I need to play oh it. Oh my god! Spare me the grilling. I get it. I need to play it. <laughs> I get it. Yes, it, especially if you like beautiful visuals. If you like a uh, a really good, you know, story driven game. Oh, my- I mean, there's plenty to do once the main story's done. Yeah, but. This game is very different. I, I am kind of like, I used to love like God of War 3. That was like the big one that I really enjoyed. After that, it kind of went downhill. Yeah. Um, but the new God of War is so different, so narratively driven. Yeah, I heard so beautiful it's visuals. In a better way. Yeah, it is a very different experience. Um, you really, I mean, you legit feel like Thor wielding his like um, this like axe that he can throw and he can recall in the middle of the air and he can like start slicing it you know just oh it's 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 a it's awesome i definitely I love need Norse to try- mythology and it really incorporates it very well into that game plus nice. you've got the like the mainstream flagship type games sure from sony uh, which you know, God of War is one of those games. So you're going to have the absolutely stunning visuals, the money to back up um, everything that they're wanting to, you know, get across in that game. So well, here's a big thing definitely for me. Recommend it. Here's a big thing for me. Uh, you know, I I try not to get caught up in the console wars because I think both of them have great things to offer. But I, sure. I'm not going to lie, I am a Sony fanboy. I've always been a Sony fanboy. <laughs> Um, but I've, I got the old, the last Microsoft system I bought was a 360, but Sony to me has the first party single player campaign story driven games that draw me in. I'm not a huge online guy. There's one or two games that I play religiously online. Other than that, I just want to get lost in the story in the world. And that's what Sony does that Microsoft doesn't. And the yes. only game that really draws me in for Xbox is Gears of War. And I can play that on PC. And I've got a monster PC that plays better than even the Xbox One X. So there's no need for me to buy an Xbox or even the new Series X because the games that they offer are available on PC. So they're they're smart because they offer in several different ways, and especially with their new thing. Did you hear they? Did you hear Microsoft bought Bethesda? Yes, seven point seven point five billion dollars, and they bought Bethesda. That that gives them like id Software, which is one of my favorite IPs, which is Doom, um, all of the uh, Skyrim, all of your Fallout, uh, all that stuff. Um, uh, Dishonored, Dishonored. Yeah, there's so many IPs that they just bought, and now granted, they're not going to keep them exclusive. They'll let Sony have them, but you know how much they're going to get licensing fees off of all of Sony's sales now. How fucking smart is yeah. that? 
That's crazy. It was a huge move. That's a I mean, when you're acquiring that, that's right there. <laughs> it, it really is big time. And I don't think anybody, I mean, I didn't hear any whispers about it or anything. I don't think anybody. No, they just dropped the bomb. It was crazy. And it's a it's an incredibly smart move because again, what we hear and what I think a lot of us as gamers are really worried about constantly is you know your favorite uh, developer going under because games just sometimes. I mean, thankfully right now with every all the craziness going on, more people are playing games than ever before. Oh yeah, um, but you often hear about developers going under. You're losing some of your favorite games. Um, further development on those games, an end of the story, any of that stuff. Um, Mass Effect, Dead Space, mm-hmm. people that have suffered from that. And those are some of my favorite games of all time. Um, and unfortunately, they've gone by the wayside. The, those studios are essentially no more. Yeah. Um, and when you hear about a big move like this, where you get like Microsoft acquiring you know, these studios, um, that means you got all that money backing up a lot of continued development. Now, again, sometimes you'll hear about, you know, big companies absorbing the rights to certain games. Like, you know, you've got EA, oh, which God. can be hit or miss. EA is the devil. Be hit or miss. Um, you know, what we saw with the early Battlefront games was a huge disappointment. Um, the most recent Battlefront. I hear it was uh, much it was it was significantly better. Um, and again, this is coming from a huge Star Wars fan. I didn't hate the first Battlefront, but I definitely was very underwhelmed with it. Well, I, I heard was expecting something more like Battlefield type play. Yeah, we didn't really get that. Well, I heard the new one they're developing right now is actually looking pretty promising, but I can't think of the name of it. Is it a Star Wars game? Yeah, it's a Star Wars game, but I just can't think of which one it is. I know Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order was really really good. Okay. Um, I don't. If I can find EA or was that? It's an EA game, and people were talking about it. I I can't remember what it's called. If, if I can find a link, I'll find. I'll send it to you. But um, yeah, I heard that one was looking pretty good from EA. But no, I've had a problem with EA just buying up people just to buy them up, and then they're really big with microtransactions and gouging the players. Yes. And they're very anti-consumer, and they've they've got a really bad rap in the last couple of years. They put slot machines in NBA 2K. Like I mean, it's just I don't know. I find it disgusting that they can just try and rape people over a game that they're just there to play. And unfortunately, oh, I know, but you know, it's kind of like shave soap. If they put it out there and people are willing to buy it, they're going to keep doing it. It's just the way it. Hey, there's the relation back to shaving. Hey. There's a tie in all this time. <laughs> if you're still listening but right I, now, we applaud you. <laughs> right. And I mean, that's, you're totally a hundred percent right. So, I mean, and I can tell you just from playing Battlefront that that was one of the biggest pet peeves going into Battlefront. The newest one um, was that, you know, you had microtransactions to get, you know, um, some essential items to have kind of a leg up on other players as you were going through gameplay to unlock certain mechanics of the game. Heroes were unlockable through you had to do hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay just to get like a, a different skin for a hero or to even unlock that hero. It was significantly more difficult oh, they, for you in the main game Yeah, they made the because horrible. other players had a leg up. Yeah. yeah you had to do this horrible grind. Um, and you know, eventually they took that completely out that they removed the online store period. You couldn't go online and buy, buy items. A lot of their releases, the future releases were free as far as DLC. Cause there was a huge blowback um, in the community. People started revolting. But, and that's the thing. That's the only thing that people listen to is if you hurt their wallets, if you speak up and you hurt the wallet, 
they'll listen and they'll switch around because they don't want to lose out. You know, if they release another Star Wars game and then no one buys it because it's EA, of course, Star Wars, um, which, you know, I've I've been hesitant to do. When I first heard of Star Wars Squadrons, I I was worried that it was going to be basically just uh, Battlefront, the the space battles, which were fun, but it didn't keep you coming back to the game. Mm -hmm. Um. And Squadrons is on a completely different level. You can customize your cockpit. There's actual um, legit competitive modes here that really are invigorating. They're interesting. The mechanics here are good. Everybody that I've watched talk about this game has been like, I thought it was just going to be Battlefront um, space battles, but it ended up being something completely different. And you can really customize your experience. And it even has a VR element. So you can sit in the cockpit of your tie interceptor or your x-wing or your a-wing and or your u-wing and and sorry horrible nerdy moment coming out but (laughs) i love star wars and i love the idea of being in that environment and i think this is going to be a blast i'm really excited to see what that looks like um but you know it's just and that's the thing you know when we come back and we rope this back into shaving we have that little tie-in is that, you know, the only way that you're going to get artisans to kind of hear you out um, when it comes to products, if you don't agree with a particular approach to a product, if you don't agree with escalating prices, um, if you don't like that there's a focus, you know, over uh, focus with this over that, mm-hmm. um, the only way you can do anything is, one, speak up. You know, <clears throat> we do that in a couple of different ways. We do that in our product reviews, product showcases, et cetera. Um, but you can also do that um by you know not buying the item outright yourself yeah and, and that's the thing you know if yes. if you don't agree with something you can speak with your wallet um and i know that that can be a difficult thing to hear at times especially when we know this community is such a close community um and we've got artisans we've got craftsmen we've got people that have really built something and they survive off of that um but at the end of the day you know it it has to be about um you know what your needs what your wants are what your expectations are and you know you can speak out and you can say so many things and some artisans listen to that but at the end of the day if you're noticing some significant trends significant hikes in prices and you're shelling out money for that uh, they're not going to change anything they're going to keep increasing those prices on you so definitely keep that in mind um as with everything yeah somebody so, once in the somebody one wise person in the community once told me things are only worth what people are willing to pay for it so if you're charging a mm-hmm. certain price whether you think it's asinine or not if people are buying it then it's worth it so you yep. to decide you know you have to justify that it's worth it or not and by speaking with your yep. wallet that's one way to prove it exactly exactly well, guys, you got kind of an interesting episode. <laughs> We're almost coming up on that hour mark. Wow, that's it, crazy. It was a fast hour. Yeah, could've, it was a fast hour. Way more than that. Oh, same. And I think that's the thing. You know, once we get into these fun side conversations, these fun and interesting sidelined episodes, um, I think you guys see another interesting aspect of who we are. Uh, we're not just sitting here looking and pouring over a razor all day long and waiting to review it or waiting to talk about it. We have that as part of our daily lives. It's a fun, engaging piece in our lives. I find it as a very zen-like moment for me, a very relaxing moment to improve my own, you know, good for, um, good personal for, health. Oh, and, good for your mental health, for sure. 
Yes, very good for your mental health. And it can be a great way to, you know, help bring other people in or even meet people. Like I met Yost yeah. through this hobby. It's and true. We're sitting here talking about some of our favorite side interests. I mean, that that's what this is about. You know, you, you can turn wet shaving into whatever you want it to be. If you want it to be a segue to make friends, if you want it to be something that's going to provide you a relaxing moment at the start, the end, or both times of the day for you, then you can totally make it that way. Or you could turn this into an obsessive collection thing, which I've totally been down that road. <laughs> I still have um, that. Problem. But yeah, at the end of the day, for me, the relationships and the people I've met is way more important than the actual products that I use on a daily basis. For sure. That's the thing. When I'm making a post or when I'm creating content, it's the interactions with you guys that I look forward to the most. So when you guys are commenting on a photo or when you say that this reminds you of this thing or you send me a PM with this link about what you recently picked up and we can talk about it, I find that a lot more interesting than how I framed a shot for a photo or a video that I posted so that you guys can enjoy it. Um, so, you know, the engagement with that sort of thing is for me. Um, I really, really like it. Um so, you know, again, make it what you want to make it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. We had a lot of fun. I'm definitely bringing some drinks on the next episode, whether that's dedicated to an interview, whether that's, you know, a, a product showcase or a shaving aspect, or if it's a random sideline topic like we're talking tonight instead of maybe games, maybe it's movies or maybe it's, you know, haunted houses or whatever. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Yeah, Tim, Tim, you're the you're, worst ever. Tim, you're going to have to bring your game next time because I'm looking at my bottle right now and I'm very upset with myself of how much I had to drink tonight. And I'm the only. If I had something on my table, I would have been chugging it right here, but I would have had to go into the kitchen, pour a glass, come back That's in here. I couldn't fill the void for a minute. Like, come on. You're going to have to right. stay your game. Episode. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Maybe next time. That's fair. But you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We love your support. We love your encouragement. We love your feedback. Too. We love you. We definitely plan on incorporating. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely plan on incorporating different elements into the podcast. We've already had some, you know, su some suggestions on what we can do here um, on the show. Uh, we're very interested in that. Um, hopefully I'm able to get a lot of my, you know, various technical issues resolved. So that way you guys can get an even more premium experience, but Hey, even if I can't, um, you guys are free to listen to the podcast and just enjoy it for how it is. Um, because yeah. again, we're not aiming to be the best. We're aiming to be the worst. I mean, so, Tim, the day my voice sounds better than yours is, you know, it's a scary day. So we, we need to fix this. Right. <laughs> <sighs> we can only hope <laughs> let's hope all right buddy well, well guys i appreciate it no i appreciate it too man always a good time always have fun during these conversations yes sir and i'll talk to all of you later on the next episode all right peace have a good night <laughs>